Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus. How's everybody doing today? Come on, somebody. Nothing's sticking anymore. Well, can't work in my office today. It's flooded. Man, there is just a good vibe happening today. I think this is podcast 69. Aaron's really good at keeping the number straight. Uh, you don't need to pull it. We're, we're recording right now. Oh, I mean, you can pull it up if you want to. <laughs> this part, it can be part of the podcast. Pull up. Okay, pull what, it up. What number are we on? Uh, I think this is podcast 69. As she pulls it up, you might recognize some new voices already right off the bat, folks. With the ones and the onlys. <laughs> the ones and the onlys. 69? 69. Did you hear that, folks? Podcast 69. I got Kayla. Our brand new administrator. Mm-hmm. We got Leanna. The <laughs> the one training her. The one training her. Um, we'll get a go. We're gonna get into Q and A time with the church administrators for the youth and young adults side of things. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about this podcast. You guys are gonna see how the sauce is made. Yes, not sausage. The secret sauce. There's a secret sauce here at the church. And you're going you're gonna to really see how the sauce is made, what the girls actually put up with. <laughs> but, That's a good way to put it. it, it it's, it's the right way to put it. But before we get into that, we need to start with our Lions predictions. Oh, gosh. Okay. And there's a rule here is that if Aaron isn't here, who you pick for him. Okay. And if I'm not here, somebody has to pick for me. So I am nine and one in my Lions predictions. Like okay. if they're gonna win or not? Win or lose. Oh, okay. If if I predict they're gonna win and they do, then I get that's a win for me. Okay. If I choose wrong, then I lose. That's loss column. Okay. I have predicted not I'm a nine and one. That's impressive. <laughs> Aaron, I believe, is seven and three. Okay. So He's predicted wrong a few times. So if, if like I said, once I predicted them to lose and they lost, okay, that's a win for me though. Oh, I see. You're not trying to to decide their record. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. okay, I'm caught up. So this is part of the intros here. Okay. All right. And so you you both are going to join your heads <laughs> together and decide: Are the Lions going to win or lose okay. this? The game's t- tomorrow. We're recording this on Wednesday, so depending on when you listen to this. The game is on Thursday or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. They play the Green Bay Packers. Ooh. The Green Bay Packers are four and six. Okay. They already beat the Green Bay Packers. Correct. Okay. But they play them again. It's a home game for the Lions. Okay. So, and the Packers have a lot of injuries. And the Lions are pretty healthy right now. That's what I was going to ask. So our prediction is Aaron, basically Aaron's You're picking prediction. for Aaron, and you're going to choose together. You're going to decide together. Are the Lions going to win the Thanksgiving Day game versus the Green Bay Packers or lose the Thanksgiving Day game? They always lose the Thanksgiving Day game, as far as I can remember. <laughs> yes. Even, like... Like recently, like uh, every year, they lost recently. last year. They did. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do they always play this team? No, no. Nope. It's always different. They always play Thanksgiving. Okay. 
So the most important question I have, the Green Bay Packers are the, the team that's green with the ugly yellow. Yeah. Oh. Terrible ugly, ugly yellow. Ugly green, ugly yellow, a dumb G. Yeah. For for their logo, just ugly, ugly. They don't look. even. They don't have a mascot. Um, aren't they like cheese? Yeah, cheese heads. Cheese heads. They're gonna lose. Do you know Matt Sheehan? <laughs> yes. He loves the Green Bay Packers. No. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I can't figure out why. I think he might be from Wisconsin or something. Oh. It, isn't that the only team that has shareholders that are throughout like the fans? Basically? If this affects your pick, yes, they oh. technically are owned. By shareholders and not a single person. Because I have one. <laughs> you own a share of the Green Bay Packers, <laughs> and you're still saying they're going to lose. Yes. Like you gave me oh. the thumbs up that Lions so, are going to win. So like, you guys could predict Lions are going to win. I think so. I think I think that yeah. the Lions are going to win. Okay, I think the Lions are going to win too. Last time, you guys want to hear something funny? Yes. <laughs> so Matt Sheehan is a big Green Bay Packers fan. He he's been to their their home games numerous times and. And um, Lambeau Field is kind of iconic okay. and unique. So, and it's, it's not many people have been to a game. So anyway, he's been there. He's a big uh, Packers fan. Last time the, the Lions played the Packers, like, I don't, I don't know how many weeks ago. The Lions win, and I don't talk to Matt Sheehan that often. But <laughs> I decided after the game, <laughs> I was going to send him a text message. Yeah. All I sent him was a gif of a lion. Oh, you know the lion gif, <laughs> yeah. or not a gif, but a emoji. Mm-hmm. The emoji of the lion, yes. of the lion. That's all I sent him was a picture of a lion, and he responded back. He <laughs> right away, <laughs> right away, yeah. and then you guys want to hear something yeah. more funny? He was at, so he lives in Los Angeles area now. I think so. He was at the Los Angeles game that the Lions were just played the Los Angeles Chargers. Whoa. In Los Angeles. He was at the game that the Lions played the Los Angeles Chargers at. Oh. And the Lions won. I yeah. sent, I, guess what I texted him after <laughs> the game the was lion. over? <laughs> I texted him the Lion again. <laughs> yes. Again. I did. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. no. I got a whole microphone fell over. <laughs> I told you not to hit the microphone. <laughs> It just sits on it. There's a little hole. Yeah, See that right hole? Yep. Yeah. It just sits on it, and then it pivots. There you go. There you go. So She's sorry. Back. That's a classic. That's a classic microphone mistake when it comes to uh, oh, podcasting. To People this. aren't used to the microphone right there. Are you okay? Are you okay? It, it's it's just gonna. I'll fall edit. Over. I'll edit that out. Okay. All right. I don't I know. Don't. That gives it flavor. <laughs> it's spice. That's it's how the sauce. sauce. That's our flavor of our sauce. Is microphone tipping over? <laughs> so needless to say, if. The Lions win again. I'm gonna text You're Matt. Gonna text. Does, okay. What does he send back? I have our text threads. Do you want me to read them to you? I I want to see. Like, does he just right. send you cheese? Like, what is? Well, he hasn't won. <laughs> so he can't. <laughs> he no can't. Opportunity. He's got no trash talking ability this year. Oh. It seems to me that every uh, every team he likes, the Lions beat, and that's funny. And that's that is funny. funny. I think it's funny. That's like when the Diamondbacks right. lost the World Series. So. Okay, he's stressed. Okay, so it, it I have it set up on my phone where it deletes okay. text messages after like 30 days or something like that. So I have the most recent one. This was me sending him the line after the Lions beat the Chargers in Los Angeles. Oh. He said, <laughs> I sent him the line. He sends back the, <laughs> it's the gift from the guy from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He's just rubbing his temples, super stressed. And I responded back to him. <laughs> I said, 
got to hope got to hop on my side this year. Join us, the winning side. The winning side. <laughs> I'm tra- talking trash hardcore, and he's not responding because he's so depressed. <laughs> <laughs> We've but, never gotten to trash talk about the Lions before. That's what I'm saying. You're taking, you're living it up. <laughs> he responded back to the Lions. He's like, I'll give you one year out of 20. <laughs> and I was like, it's true. I'll take it. <laughs> so maybe we'll call this podcast How the Sauce is Made, or you're mm-hmm. going to find out how the sauce is made. Okay. Maybe I won't. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, first question for you guys. And, and Leanna would be might be able to answer this one a little bit more. But okay. what is it like being a church admin for youth and young adults? What is it like? You know, it's a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, I would say the first word that comes to mind is very spontaneous. We do a lot of, like, somebody will get a random idea mm. for for service that's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Can we pull this off? I want to play this random game in service. And mm-hmm. you're like, I have 24 hours mm-hmm. to find all of these supplies. I got to get <laughs> prizes. I got to, we got to set it up. Let's do it. And so it's very spontaneous, very fast moving. Uh, sometimes a little silly. Sometimes we get off track quite a lot because mm-hmm. of silly. I, I like the the topic of the fall has been football in the office. And so I think sometimes there's lots of conversation about football. And then we realize an hour has gone by and we have done nothing but talk about football. Maybe a half hour. Okay. A solid half hour. A solid half hour, though. A very solid like, half hour has gone by. Yeah, and you're like, oh, no. So maybe yeah, then, a little. And then you just like, I, this is what I do because I realize I'm like stuck in football talk. Yeah. And then I'm like, I, I just leave because if I don't leave the room, yep. I'll continue talking mm-hmm. about football. Yep. But if I, if I, and I have to get work done. So I just leave. <laughs> You're like, I got to be rude right now, and I, I just got to cut you off. It's so true. <laughs> so we're a little distracted sometimes. So distracted. Uh, but also, I think very, uh, very passionate. I think that we uh, we just have a heart for for the ministry and for the teenagers and the young adults. That uh, a lot of thought and a lot of care goes into what we do, uh, as well as a lot of silliness. So mm-hmm. we have a good. I feel like we have a good balance of silliness and serious, heartfelt and spontaneous. So, and then we're transitioning right now. Leanna is super excited and super pregnant yes. about having her baby. Yes, and it feels like, I mean, with Jen having three kids, I just feel like I'm like living, like I'm know exactly what your next conversations are like. Yeah. What, your bedroom, setting up the, the the baby's bedroom, and all—it's so exciting. It's it's very 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 exciting times, mm-hmm. and so you're all pumped up. But we're transitioning because you're going to be a stay at home mom. I am, I which am. is exciting, mm-hmm. and that's what Jen did too. She I can't went. Wait. She started. It's become a stay at home mom. She started that, and so we're transitioning to Kayla now. Mm-hmm. Yay! So the training is right now. Yeah. Yeah. Part of the training is you know don't hit. The microphone when <laughs> in, pod- in the podcast. In the room. podcast, yeah. No, but yeah, the training is ha- happening right mm-hmm. now. So how's this? How's this training going? I think it's going really well. She's this is the last day of her second week, mm-hmm. uh, and so she's got one more week to go. And I think she's doing really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's learning a lot of the hard stuff. <laughs> yes. Uh, so what? What's hard stuff? What? What is that like? So we keep track of all the finances of mm-hmm. the. 
youth, young adults, IMA, transportation, and finances is can be a little mind-bending. And so <laughs> she's learning a lot of the finance stuff, learning a lot of uh, we're going on a mission trip. Mm. She's learning how to admin a mission trip. That, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. So she's, she's taken on uh, a lot of projects kind of in the middle, <laughs> which is difficult. I think it's the best way to do it, though. Yeah, you just kind of dive in. So we're kind of just throwing her into the ocean and letting her swim. Mm-hmm. So it's going good. I think. What do you think? I think it's going good, too. And I kind of love chaotic things. Like when I have like a time limit to do something, Okay. it kind of motivates me more Yep. to just get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, so just knowing that like budgets are due soon and like what it's like to track things and being a nonprofit and just the aspects of the church that you kind of just don't think about, mm-hmm. but you need to do. So you you came from the business world. I did. Where you, you worked for you know a heating and cooling company, plumbing as well in yep. there, right? And it was all about profit. Yep. And so your your mission and your vision and your goals were really singularly focused around essentially making a profit. Correct. So this is different. You could probably sense a little bit of a difference mm-hmm. that the goals are not the same. Nope. <laughs> um, which kind of leads me to a question. You know, what would you say is, now that you've been here for, because you, know, you were an intern. Yep. And, and that's full-time experience. Mm-hmm. But then you transitioned to working for the um, business, uh, done their business. Mm-hmm. Um, you worked there for how many years? Two. Okay. And that two years is long, long enough to, like, really get immersed yes. and, and get focused. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now you're back. Mm-hmm. So what would you say is... Like, oh, you can tell just to such a difference between, like, the goals. Um, so the goal is, so I did a lot of recruiting. So I kind of knew the hiring and what people's jobs were to do. And they had a lot of aspects of, is this person producing enough profit for our company or do they need to be cut mm. type of conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, so each, like, Biweekly, I would have conversations with all of the, like the leads of the department and be like, who's your bottom three and who are you willing to cut? Wow. Um, every two com- weeks? Every two weeks. Oh, gosh. So, and it would change pretty often <laughs> um, depending on profit and sometimes like their attitude. Mm-hmm. Like, are they keeping the comp- company like culture or are they creating a mess mm-hmm. type thing? Um, compared to now of how do we best serve the community around us? How do we best serve our congregation? How yeah. do we best serve each other and just talk about Jesus Yeah. compared to a worldly aspect of, are you making profit for the company or not? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That is the, that is a really one of the biggest differences and maybe the, the biggest is essentially we're, we're really here to serve people. Mm-hmm. And then along with that, you we're, we're trying to grow people. Yeah. Like spiritually speaking, we're trying to invest into them mm-hmm. the, the the spiritual side of things, and we work really hard at like making sure that we're like um, content creators. Correct. Like constant. That's how I view my job. Yeah. Is like I'm a content creator, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's an interesting job as far as. 
your brain goes. Yes. Yeah. Because you mentioned it earlier, like, I got an idea and it's got to happen right now. Yeah. Because it does. Like, there's a there's a service coming up and, like, some, sometimes you're not in the creative mood on Monday because you're tired from something. But then Tuesday, you feel better. You wake up, you feel better. And, like, while you're showering, you have, like, five wonderful ideas. But service is in, you know, 37 hours. Right. But uh, <laughs> so you come in and you're like, this is how my brain, me like me and Pastor Aaron's brain would work. Like you have all these ideas and you're not sure if like you as an admin are ready to receive. <laughs> <laughs> all the ideas. Yeah, all the ideas. And then you're, you're also insecure about all your ideas, you know. And so you're hoping that when you present your idea, everybody's faces starts to like light up and like smile and get excited. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes as you present an idea, <laughs> you get the blank stare. You get the blank stare, and, and you realize, I think, I, okay, this is what I've learned a lot, over a lot of years is I'm just going to push through this blank stare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I'm just going to, like, see how it goes. We just got to do it to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. This is how the sauce is made, folks. <laughs> is hope and pray that your idea gets a smile and not a stare. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're, you're like, you, you thought of something. And it's it's always nerve wracking to present mm-hmm. an original thought. Yeah. And in, in its infancy too, it doesn't always present well. And and so sometimes you wish you had a few more days to like write it out, think it out, plan it out, so that when you then present it, it's like gold, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is gold. Oh my gosh, this is awesome. But so many times it's like, hey, so maybe we should do a Daily Devo. What could that look like? <laughs> sometimes, right. sometimes that's the next question. <laughs> well, and I think that something that that we do a lot is collaborate because I don't know how many times we've we've sat down and been like, all right, we need to plan this party, and we all stare at each other. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, I have no good ideas. Mm-hmm. And you get a fresh person in the room, mm-hmm. and they start speaking spitballing and those ideas might not start out good. Oh yeah, yeah. But then it triggers something in your mind. Oh wait, that's a good idea. Why don't we do it this way? And the the end result looks nothing like the beginning, mm-hmm. but it ends up being really great because there were four people in the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we do that a lot. We oh, collaborate yeah. a lot because the original idea was maybe not not good or not developed or whatever. It was just like a little piece, and yeah. then four or five minds get together and you actually make something really fun. Yeah, you have to be really brave to to be the first one to start speaking in a creative ex- environment. Mm-hmm. Like because you're a lot of times it's just tr- it's trash. It's a terrible yep. idea. Like it's just oh, you know, that that's not good. I don't like that. Like mm-hmm. and and as you present it, you realize this I don't really want to do this, but here's one idea I have. Sometimes I'm thinking that in my head. Mm-hmm. I actually don't really want to do this, but here's one idea I have. And then you hope somebody's like, well, hmm, what about this instead? And you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, I like that more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that. So what is um, – and, and Kayla can answer this too just because she's been around here for a number mm-hmm. of years before taking the job. But like what would you say, Leanna and Kayla, is your like favorite part of this of mm-hmm. the job? Um, I would say the funness of it, I guess, is just being around like like minded people, um, having those conversations, creating 
I feel like I have a really creative mind, but I don't get to use it as often. Mm-hmm. Like in the business world, I didn't get to use it as often, except for like slides on a TV. Like that's real cool. Mm-hmm. Let me design something mm-hmm. compared to like announcements yes. in the office on a TV. Yes. Yeah. Or compared <laughs> to like we're sitting on a podcast and we are getting spitballed at, and we get to use our mind and our creativity in our mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't have to sit there and carefully think your thoughts through. It's more of like, this is your natural morals that you're communicating, okay. yeah. I guess is the best way to say that. Yeah, but, totally. But it's always fun. It's always new. There's always something fresh and something always changing. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. And I love the aspect of uh, creating a party for people to come and enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Event planning is so fun because like I was thinking about what was the kind of, I think it was in February. We were like, we need something fresh and mm. ignited. We need a new idea. We've been doing the same thing every year. We're bored. And we came up with the night of mystery. Mm. Like, oh yeah. That was last that? year. Yeah. Oh, that was one of my most favorite things you guys put together. Yeah. And it came out of we're bored. Yeah. It came out of, I'm sick of all the events we've been doing. I want to do something new. We need a new idea. And somebody mentioned an escape room, and we're like, "Well, I can't. We can't, I don't. I can't figure out how to do an escape room, but maybe we can do like a, you know, think of a murder mystery party. But we're like, we're gonna make it kidnapping because, <laughs> because we don't. We don't want to, you know, murder people. Murder people. <laughs> I can't imagine <laughs> why. But yeah, so I can't we did. Imagine it. Why. <laughs> we did a like a bloody knife over there in the corner. <laughs> You're hiding like guns and knives around the building yeah. in the mystery. Yeah, yeah, you got to think about how parents might react to it. Yeah. Um, but we made the Night of Mystery, and we had a blast. Like, mm. it was so fun. And I love that, of the the aspect of we created something from nothing. Yeah. And everybody had such a good time. Mm-hmm. And I always leave events feeling so, uh, I guess, full, because that's, that's a bucket filler for me, is I was a part of creating something and it worked. There, yeah. are, there are definitely times when you create something and you're like, wow, that was a, a little bit of a fail, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so it's so bucket filling when you're like, man, we came up with that from scratch. That was not a recycled idea from anywhere. That was like an original idea and it worked and it was fun. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Wow. That's cool. And th- did you answer the question yet, Kayla? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. She answered first. She did answer first. It was kind of a roundabout answer, but. Yeah. Um, Now, when you guys came on, both of you guys were interns, not together, though, but you came on as interns. And it, and I feel it always sees sense. I always get a sense that like when interns come on, they're really introduced to like church, the church world from the inside, Mm -hmm. from the inside. And. It's got to be different than what you imagined it would it would be church world from the inside. Am, am I right in saying that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I remember even myself coming on staff, being surprised at how internally different it is than maybe I imagined it would be, okay. or how I f- would feel in the experience. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is, is it was it very different. Coming on mm-hmm. as like intern and now staff, like church world, than what you expected it to be, or would you mm-hmm. say? I mean, like for me, it felt very different 
coming on as staff compared to just like serving, attending, you know, now that I'm, now that I'm staff, every, everything felt really like the inside workings were different than I expected. Yeah. I think that I, there are some things that take, take you by surprise, like, oh, yeah, somebody has to set up all these chairs that just magically appear every Wednesday night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, like as an intern, I, I I don't know why that – it's not that it shocked me. It's more like you don't – you almost, for lack of a better term, take it for granted. Uh-huh. When, oh, yeah, there's just pizza every Wednesday night. Yeah. And then you're the one that orders the pizza. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I can't forget that because people are counting on the pizza. Yeah. It, little things like that where I was like, as an intern, hey, now I know who does this every week. Yeah. <laughs> because you do just tend to expect things to just show up. Yeah. When you're, you know, either just attending or even serving, you you know your little area. Uh-huh. And then when you get on staff, you see everybody's area. Mm-hmm. You see what, you know, the tech team does mm-hmm. every week to prepare. You see what the worship team does every week to prepare. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, my gosh, it's not just people popping up on a stage playing a song. Mm-hmm. They've practiced throughout the week. They met. They talked a lot. A lot. Yeah. Leading up to the service, they have a they have an app that they use to know which songs to practice all mm-hmm. week long. Mm-hmm. And then they practice an hour before service. That's something I never would would have even It's not that I didn't know about it, but I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. And then you see it and you're like, "Wow, a lot of prep went into that one worship set." Yeah. Weeks of conversation what songs go together. Yeah. And is this this okay? This singer is on, but that's the that's a bad key for them. We need to change the key. Yeah. Can this play? You know, can this guitarist play this song? It's a really challenging song. Changing the key up makes it even more challenging. Right, because yeah. they're they're used to that key, and <laughs> yeah. now they got to play a new key. Like that's stuff I never would have even thought about. Oh my gosh, there's tons of stuff that goes into this, mm-hmm. and it's not just show up and play a couple songs and eat mm-hmm. some pizza. There's quite a bit of prep. Yeah. That goes into it. So that's, that took you by surprise. A little bit. Yeah, a little totally. bit. Especially when you're like, oh, gosh, yeah, somebody does this. Yeah. <laughs> somebody, you know, this machine doesn't move by itself. Somebody's, we're all pushing it. We're all. We've stopped doing certain things at the church because it was too physically demanding. Mm. Believe it or not. Yeah. That physically, you just got to the point where you're like, I can't keep my, <laughs> I can't, I don't think I can keep doing this every year. It was physically demanding, and we're like, I got to stop doing mm-hmm. this event. It's like crazy. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, you know, we could change the event to hope to still attract the same amount of people, but work in a way where, like, you can say, okay, I want to be able to sustain this for 20 to 30 years, not mm-hmm. like, I could pull this off for the next three years. I'll kill myself. <laughs> but that, <laughs> but I'll do it for three years. Yeah, but that's not the goal you want right. to sustain. So, like, True. yeah, just what you're saying, like, oh, I think – most people don't understand. I, I think of like Wet and Wild Night. Oh, yeah. gosh, yeah. Like f- the physical toll it took to set up Wet and Wild Night. We would have 20 people here for three days straight yep. building. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of work. A lot. And then nobody even understood that before the 20 people got here, you had to have everything organized and in place. Yeah, all your supplies. All your and- supplies and stuff, yeah. So we just one of those things where like, you know, 
I think we're done with White and Wild. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I've done it a lot of years. I went down that slip and slide a lot, that ramp, that, that oh, pool, man. that everything. Yeah, it's just one of those events, too. Mm-hmm. You know, And some people are like, why did you get rid of White and Wild Night? Oh, my gosh. And then actually with some people, I'd say, well, if you want to do a White and Wild Night this year, can you and 10 of your friends come and help us set up Monday through Wednesday? They, they, they immediately are like, no, 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 no. I'm busy. No, I'm busy. <laughs> um, yes, See. me too. <laughs> me too. I'm busy too. <laughs> so fancy that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you, Kayla? So I would say the biggest difference from like attending to being a part of like behind the scenes for me was understanding that you know I was a newer Christian when I first started coming here, mm-hmm. and I didn't understand a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always was taught you get filled by going to church in the church you go to mm-hmm. um, and reading the word. Mm-hmm. Where when you're on staff, you have to do a lot of research and you have to do your own studying outside of just your church mm-hmm. and making sure that it's in line, mm. if that makes sense, mm. um, like in line with what your church believes um but also what you believe and making sure that you align well with it Mm. and you can find out like other churches don't think the same way yeah type Mm -hmm. thing yeah um and not all church content is correct to listen to and yeah uh that was like the biggest surprise for me Ah. because we all have the same like mindset like we love jesus we want to grow And understanding that not every single person that is a Christian or claims to be a Christian is in the right mindset. Yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best way to say that. (laughs) I'm surprised at that answer, but that is huge. Mm -hmm. That is huge. Um, Even even still, some people start off good. They do. And then they get bad. Mm-hmm. And then you got to be like, I can't listen to this person anymore. Yep. I, I used to listen to them for years. I used to draw from them. They used to fill my cup. Yeah. Like, and now all of a sudden you're like, I can't go to that pastor anymore no. or that worship leader anymore. I, I can't listen to this anymore. And like, you see it early on because you're in the thick of it as as a church worker. Mm-hmm. Like, you're you're at the front lines, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And it it can take other people uh, a year or two longer to realize. What happened to so and so? I I I was you know I heard about this and that, and you're like, yeah, he's been talking like that for about a year now, <laughs> uh, yeah. you know. And but yep, that is a big eye opener. Mm-hmm. You're right, and that's something that we still deal with just to this day. Mm-hmm. That the dis that's a disappointing time when something mm-hmm. like that happens. Yeah. Would you believe it that our time is up? Wow, that went so fast. I know. <laughs> time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, and you're making sauce. Oh, this is how the sauce is made, folks. You're seeing how some sauce is made. We don't want to give away our entire recipe because then, you know, somebody's going to steal it. Yeah, right. Then you don't need us. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. But um, I I almost got through all my questions for you guys. So I want to just say thank you so much for being on the podcast. I think people are going to really enjoy this one. I hope so. All right, everybody. Catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus. How's everybody doing today? Come on, somebody. Nothing's sticking anymore. Well, can't work them off today. It's flooded.
man, there is just a good vibe happening today.